You're listening to Black Humboldt's second season of Black Aesthetic. And we're celebrating our love for Black arts and culture within Humboldt County. K.M. Ross, popping shots, killing things, and making stuff. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Mo. Mom artist extraordinaire. Baby, baby. Hey, y'all. It's your favorite wiggler and giggler, the flowy healer, and fluffy unicorn, Livia. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, it's Tina, the songstress who helps the youth. AJ Ross is a poet, MC, and comedic yogin from San Jose, California. Comedic yoga is a practice of yoga that was created specifically to empower Black yoga practitioners by connecting them with their ancestral knowledge and imagery of ancient Kemet nowadays referred to as Egypt. He loves spending time in nature, reading and writing, studying about cleansing, natural healing, ancient Kemet, and various spiritual practices. He gathers his poetic inspiration from his life experience and knowledge he has gathered through the years of study and practice. AJ released his first chapbook, Journey to Amenta, in the beginning of February 2021. He is offering private yoga sessions at a sliding scale price and will be offering Zoom classes through the month of March. What's up, AJ? What is up, AJ? AJ, welcome to the Black Aesthetic. What's up, everybody? Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for being here with us. Um, we just have a couple of questions just to get to know a little bit more about you and your artistic nature. So let's just jump right into it. So like, what is your artistry and what do you do as an artist? In Humboldt County. So my um, my artistry is poetry, emceeing, and yoga, which I also view as a, a art movement art. And what was the second part of that question? Um, so the second part is, uh, oh yeah, it just says like, what do you do as an artist in Humboldt County? Oh well, I um, I share my poetry a lot um, on various platforms and I offer private yoga sessions right now while we're in COVID times. Um, And I just, I wait until I'm inspired to write. So I'm not writing all the time. It's just when, when I feel like something needs to be processed in that type of way through poetry and I freestyle spontaneously or when I'm bored. Yes, I love that. And I also am a huge fan of your poetry. I love listening to you read and recite your stuff. Um, And I'm wondering just how you got there and how you fell in love with poetry and just your artist journey. And Yeah, so I started my, I actually started um, rapping or emceeing and um I did a little bit of poetry when I was in high school, but I still had that MC kind of style of rhyming and I haven't been able really to move away from that. And um, at this point, I've just established myself in that and I feel like that's my style. So I'm not trying to change it anymore. I'm just accepting it as it is. And um, I grew up in San Jose, California, just in the Bay Area. Um, in reference to my yoga practice, I started practicing yoga around the age of 22. Um, I'm 26 right now. I'll be 27 next month. So that's almost five years of practicing yoga. And, um, I heard about comedic yoga 
I want to say about three years ago, but I don't feel like I was ready at that time to engage in the practice. So I kind of just did some side viewing of it. I read some books. um, And then it wasn't until last year, August of last year, that I actually decided to do a mini certification for Kermetic Yoga. And it was um, based on healing ancestral trauma and inner alchemy. And it was around the time of George Floyd's murder. Um, so it just came at the perfect time. It was like medicine for me. And in a different way that the other yoga practices that I was accustomed to were medicinal for me. There was this, this connection. I felt like I was connecting with my African ancestry. Um, so that really inspired me to, to move more in the direction of comedic yoga. Um, of course, giving thanks for the other yoga practices, which I was involved in. Um, and it also really has inspired my poetry. So I first came out to Arcata almost two years ago now. Actually, maybe even exactly two years ago now. And I was kind of really just going back and forth about my spirituality and my identity. I was still kind of pulling myself out of Christian indoctrination, not belittling or criticizing Christianity, but um, it really felt like it wasn't resonating with me, but I still had these deep programs. And I started to dive deeper into the comedic ideology and spirituality and slowly started to um, move away from that old conditioning. And I think it's apparent in my, in my poetry, like I could see the evolution in consciousness. And um, it has a lot to do with ancient Kemet, which for anyone that's not familiar, um, Kemet was one of the names of the land which the Greeks later called Egypt. It's actually one of the original names. And yeah, it seems like a lot of, a lot of information is coming back. And I just, I feel really honored and blessed to be able to learn more and share it with my community. Well, speaking of uh, sharing your work with the community, what kind of projects are you working on right now? Is there anything coming up? Any mixtapes, any poetry albums? So I just recently put out a chapbook uh, titled Journey to Omenta. And Omenta is basically, how do I explain this? It's, it's the resting place for our ancestors. Um, some people say that it's like the comedic version of heaven. Um, and it just kind of is a process of my evolution in that way. So I have that out right now. Um, it's available on PDF. I'm trying to save the trees, but uh, maybe I'll put that in the book, physical book. Um, and besides that, me and my brother, um, or my brother specifically, he put out a song that we recently made together. So that's out there in the ethers. And I'm actually collaborating with HC Black Music and Arts Association and hosting. Mike um, 
tonight will be the last series for this month. And I believe next month we'll be picking it up again and I'll be hosting occasionally. And I'm also collaborating with them and offering comedic yoga um, on Saturdays. This Saturday will be the last Saturday for this month. Uh, oh, and about the open mic, that's gonna be tonight actually uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. And then the comedic yoga on Saturday or tomorrow actually will be from noon to 1 p.m. So that's, that's what I'm offering at the time. Nice. Is your book um, available online or is it uh, in-person kind of exchange? It's available online. Um, I honestly uh, just kind of put it all together really quick. And um, I don't really have a link or anything to go to. But at this point, I'm just having people send me their email and then I send them a link um, where they can go and download the book themselves. So with all these different projects and um, items that you're like either selling or, or services, sorry, that you're selling, um, do you think or do you, do you think or do you feel like Black artists are commissioned and or hired enough in Humboldt County? Like, do you think they're also getting paid what I think, well, are they getting paid what you think like they're worth? You can, you could speak on this, like with your own personal experience. Um, from my own personal experience, um, I, I see there being a little bit more opportunities for black art and any sort of services. Um, I imagine it has a lot to do with the political situations that are present. Um, but I, I noticed that there's, there's almost a sense of um, guilt, I guess, behind the opportunities that are presented. Um, and uh-oh, my, okay. I don't know if my headset's still on, but um, personally, I have been offered more um, opportunities to share my art from the black community. And I honestly prefer it that way. So my experience has been, I feel like um, allies are really open and offering a lot of space for me to express my art, but um, it doesn't feel as comfortable as when I'm working with other black artists and organizations. Yeah, I feel that. And it can be like easy to be weary when you have always been a part of this community and when something traumatic happens to the black community, that's when, you know, our white community or our allies start to notice the value that we bring. Right. And so I'm wondering if there's been any projects you've worked on recently or any like situations you've been in recently where you feel um, like it was a hard project. Yeah. Um, just a couple months ago, I was working with um, Andrea um, with her nonprofit organization, um, Youth Art Will Succeed. And we were doing a showcase of, um, it had something to do with the marketplace, like what it's like for us, for Black people trying to get into the marketplace. And 
uh, it was a really powerful piece that we put together, but it was, it, it seemed like we were experiencing the very same emotions that we were trying to portray in our piece. So there was a lot of feelings of being marginalized and not being heard and not really given the space that we desire to have. And we were working with some, uh, some allies. I say that kind of like, eh. Um, and it just, there was just a lot of really uncomfortable situations. Like it kind of felt, we I didn't feel like we had um, independence or this sense of control in what we were doing. Like there was a lot of weird power trip stuff going on. And I, I ended up letting it out um, on somebody. And uh, that was actually really empowering to do that, but also very draining. And I just felt like there was a lot of emotional labor that was involved in the whole process. And it made me really see how important it is for us to have our own, um, our own organizations, you know, where we, we have an exclusive space. I think that's really important. I participated in that project too. And I would say that the emotional just toll was so much. And I felt all the things you just mentioned, like unheard, unseen, and that there was not space for the things I needed, just like the image I was going to bring to this like showcase. And I actually ended up not performing. So I, I give you your kudos for still, you know, being present in that way for that very difficult project. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it seems, seems like we're hearing that theme more and more these days, like uh, with the actor and uh, Judas and the black Messiah, mm-hmm. how he, you know, it's like a lot of this stuff, just telling our stories is, is taxing. It's re-traumatizing. It's, and I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. For real. And, and it's, and it's like a catch 22. Cause it's like, okay, like I really want to, I, I need a space where I can authentically express my art, but at the same time, what am I sacrificing doing, like doing that? Is it, yeah, my well being, my mental health, you know, what is getting taken from me to do something that I love? So I think it, I like, so thank you for sharing your story, AJ, and being able to push through, even though it was BS and you still had to sacrifice more than what you wanted to in order to, you know, get the end result you were, you were looking for. And the fact that you have to call, like you have to question the allyship just constantly shows why we're always drained. Like it's hard to trust people when they don't, when they will never fully understand your experience. Like, yeah, they can try, but I mean, if they want to actually try, they have to listen. Right. So, yeah. So, oh, so, well, speaking of that, um, since, you know, art is really important to you and you really want to show um, that representation, how does your art inform your activism? Um, a lot of times I find that my art is my activism. And for me, it's, I find a lot of times that I'm trying to explain what my experience is. And my, my aim is just to, to be heard, really, and for people to have, have some sort of understanding of what I'm going through, and also for people that are familiar with my experience, that have my experience, to 
also be able to recognize that in themselves because I, I feel like what happens a lot, especially in a rural community is that we have to kind of stuff those feelings or we feel like we need to. Um, and I, I, that's not something that I'm familiar with because I came from a really diverse city. So it was kind of a shock for me when I came up here. Um, and I just want other people to, to feel safe, to do the same thing, to express what's going on inside. And also a lot of my art is created to empower people, especially um, black people or African, however they want to identify. I don't know if I answered that question exactly as it was meant to be, but that's what came. No, that's okay. You spoke from the heart. Like that's, I mean, that's what matters at the end of the day. And the fact that you are being super mindful of the fact that you want to be able to encourage people to feel safe expressing their art, like that there is a form of activism in that. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think just recognizing the spaces that you like you feel home in enough to share your experiences is activism. I feel like poets and like MCs kind of always couple activism with their art form and even the comedic yoga too, right? Like we've been taught this one way of like centralized ideas around yoga. And now you're here like teaching this ancient black art form in spaces that are traditionally taught a different way with mainly white bodies and and like that's an activism within itself as well yeah thank you for i need sometimes i need reminders like external validation to help me feel like i'm on the right track and actually making a difference so i appreciate all of your words yo aj man you know i've been watching you on the poetry scene probably the whole time you've been here. <laughs> um, I've always been a fan of your work. Uh, you and your brother, you guys are, you guys are both super talented. Um, I like this, I like this comedic yoga direction that you've taken. Uh, it's interesting and inspiring. Uh, for all the folks that want to find you though, where can they find you online? Drop your, uh, drop your Instagram, websites, anything you got. Uh, right now, I, don't have a website. I'll be working on that. Um, but I, I'm on Instagram at Bami Delay underscore five five five, and I'll spell that. It's B A M I D E L E underscore five five five. My email is mindfula five 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 at gmail.com. and I'll spell that that out as well. So M N D F L A B E five 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 at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I'm hardly ever on there. And my name on there is just AJ Ross, capital A, lowercase J Ross. And um, yeah, that's that's how I can be reached right now. Also, I um my number is 707. 707- Four nine nine eight four four one, and um, I put that out there for anybody who wants to book a private session with me, or even get in contact about my um, chat book or anything like that. So those are my my best 
contact sources there. Okay. Any last like words of wisdom about your journey or your process or other artists in Humboldt County? Just anything you can think of to kind of seal seal the deal on this interview. Um, I would like to share. I would like to share what my my name, my Instagram handle means. Uh, so my name is Bami Delay on Instagram, and that's a Yoruban word, West African. And it, yeah, it is home. And um, I, I picked up the name a couple of years ago. I was just kind of looking for West African names. And it really spoke to me because I feel like my my whole journey is about returning home. And whatever that means, like just coming back to presence or returning to an African centered consciousness or even just returning to nature. And um those are all really big things in my life and where I feel home. And um, another thing that helps me to feel home is, is to breathe. So I, I practice breath work every day. And um, the easiest breath work or the most effective one that I know of is just simply breathing into our bellies and expanding all the way up into the chest and then exhaling as much as you can and then breathing in again and just continuing to do that. And um, what it does is it activates what's known as the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our basically our relaxation center. And when we're relaxed, when we're at rest, that's when we could actually start to heal. So. That's what I want to offer is just the simplicity of deep breathing and practicing that every day, practicing it when there's moments of stress or anxiety or when you're when you feel like you just need a break. That's really dope. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us tonight. I really appreciate it and keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you all for having me on here to share my experience and offer my services. And just just to have this space of dialogue, I, I really appreciate it. Always, AJ, we love sharing space with you. Yeah, it was our pleasure. Yes, like for real. It was awesome. Thanks for listening to The Black Aesthetic, y'all. This was the BH Hub talking art, life, and just existence in Humboldt County. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast across all streaming platforms. If you want to get involved with the hub or have questions or want to show us some love, you can hit us up at blackhumble at gmail.com. We're on all socials at blackhumble. That's B-L-A-C-K-H-U-M-B-O-L-T. And until next time, continue to walk in your black excellence.